Welcome to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSanto. Each week, Dr. DeSanto gives you advice and information on whether cosmetic dentistry is right for you and on the latest techniques to enhance your smile. Call in with your questions now at 629-7970-927 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Beautiful September day. The weather's great. The kids are in school. You guys are probably not any less busy and big changes around the office. Doc, thanks for coming today. It is a beautiful September day. Um, Dr. Long and I are sitting here in our Sarek lounge and, um, you know, we've been talking all morning around the office about how, how awesome this weather is and it's just, the, you know, a beautiful time of year. So, um, but we have, um, you know, at Prairie Dental Group, we have lots of exciting um, things going on around the office. And, you know, some people may not know, some people may have been in the office here recently. Um, a few days ago, uh, we are uh, beginning a remodel of part of our office, which is really exciting. So when you come in, you might notice... Um, hard hats. You might notice a dumpster outside, some, you know, uh, some construction uh, companies that are coming in and out. And, you know, here and there may be a little bit of noise, uh, but they've, they're able to uh, work on things and take care of it pretty discreetly off to the side, which is really exciting. It is really exciting. They've been great at working with us, knowing that we still have patients at the moment. So they have kind of blocked it off in a way that looks professional. And we hear a little noise in here or there, but our patients are very excited as well when they notice the remodel going on. And we here at Prairie Dental, uh, we just really like to stay current with the new technologies. And so there's a little areas where we're just remodeling and it's something we've been planning and we're really excited it's happening. Patients are going to be really excited to see, um, you know, the, the new area of our office on the, um, on on one side that we're uh, going to have a few new operatories and uh, lots of new exciting stuff. So we're excited for everyone to see it. Well, and, and again, it's not going to affect the patients. The scheduling's not any different. You guys may hear a few noises, but they'll they'll keep it to a minimum and make the place look even even better than it already is. Again, we're in an amazing, relaxing lounge here, and as it gets into the fall, the trees outside will change color, so we get to enjoy that while we do this show. And and uh, things are it, this is always a great place to visit. You you walk in the door, welcome. It'll be even better when it's done. Yes, we're all excited about it. We are, and I always think fall when it's right before it gets cold. You always have your to do list around your house that you want to get done before it gets cold you know outside or inside that last few weeks of summer and I really think that we kind of feel it around the office as well where everyone is really excited about the nice few extra weeks of nice summer warm weather as we inch our way into the fall and and I'll ask one question yes with any of the the cleaning stuff you have or the the stuff you put in the teeth with with flavoring is there a pumpkin spice (gasps) one I don't think we have one right now. You know, I can't say it doesn't exist. I was curious Um, if it did. (laughs) I can't say it doesn't exist. I was driving through, I think, Smoothie King the other day. I saw that they had like, we have five pumpkin flavors. So I I bet if we look, we probably could find could find uh, a dental supply company with some some pumpkin. We'll have to bring it up at another show to see if anybody requests that. Yeah. <laughs> or if, or if you guys say we now have pumpkin spice, we'll we have, have to check it out. Spice, profi paste. Yeah, I'm gonna do some research as soon as we finish this 
show right now. Yeah. I'm curious. I think patients would love that. That's, that's hey, funny. Hey, Doc, great idea. Hey, that's I, fun. I come up with stuff occasionally. Hey, we like it. That's fun. We have another exciting thing coming up and right now is the voting for the best of Springfield and we are excited to share that we were nominated to be in the best dental office of Springfield made made the final cut because they went through several rounds and now uh, the voting just opened a couple days ago and here we are it is so exciting to be able to just feel um, I almost I'm in awe of our patients that vote because it's it's not easy to go on and vote it asks you multiple questions you have to put in email a few times so it takes time it's not as quick and simple as liking a facebook post they want to make sure you're not stuffing the ballot box because anybody can just go in on a computer and and click and there's ways to work around that but having to enter emails yeah it's then it's 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 more fair it's more fair and we're just so appreciative um that, that we're in this position to be able to be nominated and i think this is year number nine is that yeah, I right? think when we did the math last time talking about that, it was it was eight or nine. So yeah, it is yeah, nine. Year number nine, and which is really exciting. It's such a big compliment um, to be nominated by our patients and by the community as a whole. And it really, you know, is just a great honor to have our patients, you know, go that extra uh, mile to to take the time to vote. And it really, um, you know, shows, uh, you know. Uh, a lot of, of appreciation that, uh, you know, we have for our patients. So thank you to all of our patients because we thank couldn't, we couldn't do what we do without you guys. And, and we, lo- we just love, like you were saying, Dr. Ozier, it just is coming together each year. We just feel appreciated and we don't take each year for granted. We are just very thankful. I think as, as we're coming in to the fall season, you start think, thinking about what you're thankful for. And this is definitely something that we are around the office. So when, um, go out to the Illinois best times nomination, um, the final voting, um, is already happening and vote for Prairie Dental Group. We appreciate all of you guys and, uh, and everything that you guys do for us. So thank you. And so it's kind of tying in after we shared a few of our fun things going around in the office, we actually wanted to tie it back into our dental topic today that we wanted to speak about. You mean we need to cover one of those? Do we? Should we? Should we do that today? Talk about all the fun stuff going on. I know. We just look, time goes flies. We start talking about the fun stuff. And as we come into the dental stuff. Some, Which is fun too. It is fun we gotta, too. We've got to talk teeth, of course. We were brainstorming. We love these shows. But when we were kind of brainstorming of what has been happening lately and when it comes back to our patients, we kind of all agreed that one of the big conversations we've been having lately is with patients that have a cavity or have a little crack in their tooth. When should they get a filling versus when should they get a crown? And so the, the first thing that um, I wanted to kind of mention before diving into when to do one versus the other, um, you know, maybe not everyone knows maybe the difference between what a filling and what a crown is. So a filling is done chairside in the office and it's a direct restoration. More, you know, commonly now um, you'll find that uh, dentist and, and of course here in our office we do tooth color uh, resin composite based filling material and it looks just like your tooth um, feels just like your tooth and blends right in in the past you know some people may have the old silver amalgam fillings you know really aren't done as much anymore we don't do any of those in our office 
Um, but fillings are done, you know, directly chair side and they're um, direct restorations. With a crown, a crown is, uh, depending on the material, there, there are all different types. People commonly think of a porcelain crown. Um, and it's a restoration that is typically made by a lab and it's made of porcelain or other types of materials and it it goes all the way wraps around the tooth and on the top of the tooth so you might hear the term a cap or others you know um call it a porcelain or a crown and that's something that covers the entire coronal portion of the tooth so that's the difference between the two and like Dr. Long mentioned, there are several reasons, you know, why one would be a better restoration versus the other, depending on the patient's need. And just like Dr. Odrit said, a good way to think about it as well is that a crown is a prosthetic device cemented onto the tooth. So a crown does not come in or out, neither does a filling, but a filling is bonded to the tooth and it replaces a little area of damaged tooth. So Sometimes the best way to think about it is if you have enough tooth that's able to surround and support a filling, you need your tooth to be strong enough to support a filling to be able to get one placed. Um, So fillings, they're really best when teeth don't have any cracks in them or don't have any fracture lines, okay? Because if you have any cracks or fracture lines, sometimes a filling could damage the tooth more. It could become more like a wedge, if, as you're chewing, start pushing that apart, it could be start pushing that crack further apart and you don't feel it. Most patients don't even feel when it's happening because it happens slowly over time until they bite on something really strong, such as I, lately we've had a frozen snicker bar. Um, that's that's really, been one of the ones really brought up on a lot of shows. That one's come up. That one is like our top number one thing for damaging teeth. But another thing is in the trail mix, if you get like a stale nut or something that's harder than the rest, then surprisingly, all of a sudden, if a filling is on a tooth that has a little crack in it, you'll notice you'll crack off a portion. And maybe ice. Ice. Chewing on ice. Yes. <laughs> I feel like guilty. We were talking about our pets before the show started, and my dog loves to chew on ice. Anytime I'm filling up my water bottle, my dog always comes running. And every time I just think, oh, what kind of dentist am I for giving my dog a piece of ice to chew on? But he loves it. He might have to go to the dentist too. Have to go to one the of dentist. these days, right? That's doggy dentist. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because it can happen to that. You know, it can happen to doggies too with um with their teeth. Um, so, Doctor Osher, do you want to kind of talk about um compared to when a filling is best, but talking about when a crown would be better? Yeah. So, um, there are so many different scenarios where you know we try to to be as conservative as as possible. We um for the patient, not just financially, but also for the tooth structure itself. So when a filling can be done, when there is, the area is small, and when we have enough natural tooth to support a filling, that's great. Sometimes, and and uh, that's when it's best to do a filling. If there is a large uh, portion of the natural tooth structure that's missing, or another scenario would be is if someone was chewing on ice and they they cracked you know a good portion of their tooth it may not be because of a cavity or soft decay it could be because of eating something really hard and breaking up you know a portion of the tooth and and that's when an 
a nice full coverage crown is best for the tooth. So it protects all of it. And with a filling, with it being just bonded on, it if there is a large portion that's missing, it may last for a little while, but it may not be the best long-term solution. And we want this tooth to be um, strong and healthy so that you can eat and function um, as normal. And of course, there are, you know, some, you know, uh, suggestions, especially with really any dental restoration is, you know, whether it be a filling or a crown, we want you to eat a healthy, softer diet, avoid those really hard, crunchy, chewy things that can not only damage restorations, but natural teeth themselves. Um, Sometimes too, uh, one reason that a a patient may be interested or we may recommend doing uh, porcelain crowns is if a patient is unhappy with their overall Uh, shape of their teeth or discoloration that may not be able to be corrected with tooth whitening uh, products, Um, then crowns can also be, uh, can be done as well. And that can nicely overall change the, the shape, the position, and, you know, the overall aesthetics of the teeth, which is really nice that, that fillings really can't do. Tell you what, let, we can go ahead and take a break, and we'll we'll uh, get more into this talking about the difference between we between crowns and uh, the just filling in the cavity. We've covered a lot of different things. We've had a, a definitely fun and, and uh, exciting show so far. We'll take a break. Come right back and talk about this some more. Back to Let's Talk Cosmetic Dentistry with Dr. Tanya DeSato, 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News, and Talk. All right, we are back. We've talked filling in, fillings and crowns, and we're going to talk about something that's, uh, of course, I'm a father, I'm out of touch, uh, somebody that it was a dance for a while, but now it's also something you should always do in your mouth. Flossing. Yep. The floss. We are talking yes. about flossing. So we were talking over our break how even if you get a filling or crown replaced, the most common reason for needing it replaced in the future is the lack of flossing because a lot of times these the plaque which is actually gets really sticky throughout the day if you don't remove it and it is said that 35 percent of your tooth structure you cannot touch with your toothbrush it's the part of the tooth that touches the tooth next to it right where you floss so if you think when you brush your teeth if you're not able to brush 35 percent of it that's when the flossing comes in that's going to help remove that plaque in between the teeth and in between the teeth is the most common area if someone has a filling or a crown if they're not keeping it clean because it's right there right by their gums where everything gets really sticky then that's the most common reason that something needs replaced in the future and that plaque if you floss it comes off right away okay but if it's gets if you're not flossing and it gets on there for a while that's what's harder same thing as calculus, the words are pretty interchangeable, is if pl- that's when plaque turns into tartar and calculus, and that cannot be removed. By- Thus, are your dental professional to get that removed. Dr. Long, um, patients often ask me, um, when should you floss? I get that a lot as well. All the time, yeah. So, you know, sometimes people are unsure. Is it twice a day, like how we're supposed to brush? Is it once a week? Or does that really matter? Um, so, uh, you know, we wanted to talk a little bit about 
about when we should floss, because it is really important. The American Dental Association recommends to floss your um, our teeth at least once a day to remove the plaque around um, our teeth that our toothbrush just simply can't reach. And, you know, often too, p- patients will ask, okay, if I do it one time a day, uh, should it be you know, morning or night or after I eat and, you know, just, um, the timing really doesn't matter. So, uh, what I always, uh, you know, kind of tell patients is if you are super rushed in the morning and you, you're always running late anyways, and you have a hard time getting out the door, then I would say do it at nighttime. You have a little bit more time. You just have to make that effort. Maybe have floss sitting out on your bathroom counter so that you remember and and do it at nighttime. Uh, patients, though, that maybe tend to uh, fall asleep earlier or have a busier schedule at night, then do it in the morning. Um, so it's really different for everybody. And it's just, you know, patient preference on when they uh, when it's best for them to floss. Um at nighttime, I I always say for me, nighttime's easier because I am one that's, I'm always rushing in the morning, trying to do a million things, can never get it all done. So, you know, flossing first thing in the morning doesn't always happen for me. With patients, um, I love to recommend not only flossing, but also using um, a fluoride rinse at home, I think is really beneficial for not just patients that are prone to getting more cavities, but really anyone of all ages, as long as the little kiddo can spit it out into the sink. Um, we just don't want to swallow it. I personally prefer the ACT mouthwash. I don't know what yes. you like. I like ACT. the ACT. Yes. I like the ACT one more than, I don't know, it's just per- personal preference, but it does have fluoride in it, and that's the one I like now, to use at home. Now, with the two, which would you do first? Floss first and then use that or or which do you recommend in which order or does it matter it well it does actually so um what I always recommend is as a nightly bedtime routine and you'll hear me say this if you ever walk around the office you'll probably hear me say it 10 to 20 times a day um at nighttime I say you know eat dinner you know have your snack or your treat after dinner and then before bed Brush, floss, act fluoride rinse, and go directly, and then go to bed. Nothing, um, nothing to eat or drink after that fluoride rinse, and that kind of soaks in between and all around our teeth as we um, are going to sleep and throughout the night. So the fluoride rinse is important to do after brushing and after flossing, so all of that extra food and debris and plaque has been removed from the teeth. Otherwise, that fluoride isn't getting into all and around the areas of the teeth that we need it to. I also kind of recommend that people don't rinse with water right after brushing or right after using the mouth rinse because you're washing away all the fluoride and healthy minerals. The good stuff you've just put in is going to come right back out. Exactly. You're rinsing all that away that you just did all the hard work to get ready for bed or get ready for work in the morning. Um, you don't want to rinse all, away all the good minerals and fluoride. So, um, you know, brushing is definitely something that most tend not to forget. Flossing is always the the one that people, oh, I'll, I'll get to it later, I'll get to it later. Um, but, you know, our, our big message as dentists is um, flossing is just as, as, 
important as brushing is. It's equally important. And those are the little tiny cavities that sneak up in between teeth if a patient's not flossing. And we see it pretty, you know, routinely. Now, do you recommend the the long string or the picks better, or does it really matter as long as you're getting it done? Because I see a lot of people in their offices at lunchtime or think using the where it's got the pick on one side and then the, the floss on the other end. Is there is there one that's better than the other, or as long as you're doing it and using the right stuff? Is I most really important? think it's personal preference, um, and. You know, traditional uh, string floss is great if you're able to easily and properly use it. Uh, the little floss picks are more convenient, and they you can kind of be walking around the house, or sometimes you might uh, catch me at a stoplight in my car floss <laughs> using my floss pick. Um, so they're just more convenient, and it takes one hand versus two to do them. But I think that they're equally as effective. Now, sometimes patients um, also need additional resources or different types of floss to floss around certain restorations. Um, and and that would, that would include um, like a bridge that needs a little uh, floss threader to go underneath. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, you have to use the string floss to thread it underneath and a floss pick won't be able to work in that area. I feel like uh, everything on the market, if you have any questions about how to use different products, we are your resource. So we are very happy to show, and our hygienists are usually on top of it as well, showing everyone the certain techniques. There are different tips and tricks for everything on the market. Um, and everything we recommend, especially how to use it and when to use it, we're happy to help. And they will take care of you here. Don't forget to go to vote for the Illinois Times Best Of. Uh, get them uh, yet another plaque. Make it nine years in a row. Thanks, Doc. Thank we'll you, Doc. see you guys back next time. <laughs>